Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. Boom! This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in. Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello, champion, and welcome back to the Everyday Saturday podcast. It's part four or five of Reflections at the age of 55, which happens to be today is your boy's birthday. Born June 29th, 1968, small town, Bradford, Pennsylvania. Born and raised there, graduated Bradford High School in 1986, and away I went into the world. Wow, what a journey it's been. Um, so in this part four of five series, I've been trying to take you through this journey of just the mindset, you know, the whole thing, the entrepreneurship, the personal, the mindset, all that good stuff. Um, You know, it's funny. Yesterday, I posted a photo on Instagram. You can check it out every day is Saturday. And it was a it's a photo of a check that my mom wrote me that I never cashed. And it was on my 29th birthday in 1997. And my mom died a week later. So she wrote me a check for $29 on my 29th birthday because every year my mom would write me a check for whatever age I was. And when she wrote me that check, I just kind of held on to it, never deposited it uh, for a few days. And then we got the call a week later that my mom died of a heart attack just sitting on her living room, cigarette between her middle finger and index finger. (laughs) That was my mom, man. She was a heavy, heavy smoker, even though she had had a stroke. Uh, she didn't smoke as much towards the end there. She was, she was probably close to three packs a day when I was a kid. Uh, in that wild, I don't know if you grew up in the seventies and in the eighties, I mean, there was just ashtrays everywhere in the home, in the workplace. We had cigarette burns and our car seats and on our couches at home. And, you know, not that everybody had that, but that's just kind of what I remember. And, you know, when my mom passed away in 97, that set a lot of these entrepreneurial wheels in motion for me. And I think about death often, but I don't think about it like most people do. I'm motivated by death in the sense of it is really the ultimate equalizer. Levels of playing ground for everybody. I mean, we all got an expiration date. Some people avoid it. They choose not to think about it. I think about it every day because it motivates me to make today, whatever day that is on the calendar, uh, the best day I can possibly do. And I know it sounds cliche and probably even kind of trite, you know, like, oh, we're going to make today the best. When I say have the best day ever, I mean it. I mean it. Now, you're not going to have the best day every day, but you can try. And I think that mindset was something I developed in 97 when my mom died. Uh, I went into a dark place, man. I just did. I, I drank a lot. I think I drank every night for about 30 days, broke off my engagement to my fiance, Angela, who ended up being my wife. And, you know, I figured that thing out after 30 days, like, dude, I don't think you're going to ever do better than this girl uh, ever in, in this galaxy. Uh, you better get back to get, get that thing back together. And, you know, those are kind of the ups and downs of life when you go through those things. And thank God she stuck with me for that 30-day period. 
I was a sales rep on the time at the time. And, you know, I would cut out. I had no passion to even go to work. Um, you know, you have to understand being raised by a single parent and that's the only parent you've ever known. And now they're gone. I had a really hard time trying to, you know, square that circle. I just couldn't understand why my mom had, had died at the age of 69. And where do I like, where do I, she's not here anymore. Like there's no more phone calls, can't visit anything like that. So I went into a really dark depression, uh, and it took me a while, but the change of location, I moved to Cincinnati, Ohio a couple months later. Well, that was, she died July 7th of 97. I moved to Cincinnati on Halloween in 97. So, you know, it's a good three, three and a half months, almost four months. Um, change of location changed my life. Had I stayed in Buffalo, that was about 80 miles north of where my mom lived in Bradford, Pennsylvania. Had I stayed there, I would have had all the same similar, you know, surroundings, all the reminders of, you know, this life. And, you know, it, it, it kind of shook up all of the, the routine, the normalcy. It just wasn't normal anymore. It's like, you know, there's no home to go back to. So what the hell am I doing even hanging around this part of the country? So my fiance, Angela, and we ended up getting married in 98, shortly thereafter, actually, February 28th of 98. So we got married a few months later. Everything went in motion faster, you know, because of the death of my mom. And when I look at that check, it's always reminded me. And I've held on to that now for a long, long time, obviously. And that always reminds me that today might be your last day. Again, sounds cliche, but you know that's true. I mean, we know it's true. We know that we don't want to acknowledge it. A lot of people don't even want to think about it. But today could be your last day on Earth. And if today were my last day on earth, who would I spend it with? What would I do? Would I sit around watching Netflix all day? Or would I actually try to get out there and add value? And the goal of this podcast has always been to just inspire one person. That's all it ever started out to be, but one person. And by the way, that's all it was listening when I first started. Basically one person, two people. And when you show up kind of as yourself in an authentic way, people will gravitate towards that. The real secret sauce to podcasting in this particular medium, what you're listening to right now is people have, you know, tuned away from the traditional networks and the talking heads and everything scripted. They just want to know, average Joe, average Jane, how did you figure out a problem? What's a lesson you have to share for 10 minutes today? So what's a story you got to share, a lesson to teach, things like that. And a change of environment for you might be the best thing. I'm not saying you got to move your family, you know, a thousand miles away, but changing the environment always always paid me back tenfold. Um, it just does, you know, cha changing out your inner circle of people who you hang around because they think a certain way, being around other people who think a certain way, challenging yourself, throwing yourself into situations where it's nervous, you know, you're nervous, it's nerve wracking, but it's different. And it just, it starts to stir stuff because if today was your last day, would you really want it to be routine? No, you know, like if, I, if, if somebody were to say, hey, uh, today's June 29th, uh, July 1st, you're going to die. There's no way you would wake up. You might not even go to bed because you'd want to stay up for 48 straight hours to soak all of the awesomeness out of life that you just, by the way, discovered now in your last 48 hours. That's the lens I view life through. It just motivates me, man. And it, it also kind of uh, takes a lot of the pressure off. A hundred years from now, nobody's going to know who I was. Nobody's going to remember me at all. Gone, you know? And that's just the way it works. You know, that, so it also takes a lot of the pressure off that any of the content I create has to be perfect, you know? Anything I do, I, I, it's got to be a 10 out of 10. No, it doesn't. I mean, nobody's going to remember this stuff. 
You know, it's for the moment right now. And it's for the marketplace to consume. It's for the audience to give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. I'm cool either way. I try so many different things because I know I'm not going to be here very much longer. You know, and that's what really, really motivates me. So how about that for a, hey, it's your birthday. We're talking about death. But that's just the way I think. I mean, I could very easily show up and just do a birthday podcast and keep it high happy notes and that. But I, I really do think there's an inspirational message in here. You know, you've lost a loved one and you know how that feels. And after you got back from that funeral, you reflected and you reflected back on their life and then you pivoted and you reflected on your life and you started to think about, wow, life really is short. That hit me like a tsunami, you know. But the problem is most people get back from that funeral and then they, you know, they go back to, uh, well, I got a meeting here. Hey, I got to go pick Johnny up the baseball field. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do, I got to do. Do you really got to do stuff? You know, is there stuff on your calendar? Is there stuff that you got planned over the next week or two that you really, that you really got to do? Or should you think about, huh, what, what are some experiences that I really want to make sure that I have uh, relative to business, relative to family, relationships, health, all of that good stuff? What are things that you really want to push yourself to do that you've been putting off? Because that's the other thing that really takes a lot of the pressure off me. You know, I'll be laying in that casket and people will show up. Maybe, you know, maybe somebody will show up. And then 15 minutes later, they'll forget it and they'll just go back to their regular lives. And that's it. Sad reality, but in a very inspirational. If you think about it the way I'm trying to frame it here, it's very inspiring. That there's nothing that you can do to screw things up permanently in this natural life. Take chances. Take risks, man. I mean, you will be shocked. When I moved to Cincinnati, I didn't know one person outside of a couple people in my office that I knew just from being in the workforce for seven or eight years. But outside of that, I knew nothing, never been to Cincinnati, had no idea. I didn't even know Kentucky was across the river. I didn't know the Cincinnati airport was actually in the state of Kentucky. Like, I was in a foreign land, and it sparked, man. It was that spark I needed. I got away from you know, the melancholy kind of environment that I was in back in uh, the Bradford, Buffalo area where my mom had passed away and all those memories were, and it took off. My career took off. My earnings took off. First time I started making over 100 grand was in 1998. I mean, it was just all fresh because I changed my environment. And the death of my mom is what really was the catalyst for that. I mean, we had a home under contract in Buffalo, and we were just getting ready to close on it. And we backed out because I, you know, I took the reload of Cincinnati, and I remember the realtor was all shades of mad at me, man. Like, how could you back out? They said, "Hey, I got reload. It's not my fault. The company reloaded me." But I knew in the back of my mind I was pulling the trigger, and I knew it was the right thing. And even locally here, we've been in the Cincinnati area now for 25 years, 26 years coming up this year, and I'm always changing the environment locally around here, the circle of friendships, uh, the conversations I have, the things that. I'm trying to network into and plug into online. I mean, holy cow, I'm always I'm always in a mastermind group. I'm always learning from other people. I'm always pushing myself. I never did that at 25, never did that at 35. Started doing that when I left the rat race at 37 and I've never stopped. So, on this particular day, June 29th of 2023 at the age of 55, I feel amazing. I think I'm in the best shape of my life. Uh, my mind is fresh. Uh, the podcast is going absolutely nowhere. I am going to record this podcast. I'm, it's the Bob Proctor approach, man. It's the Bob Proctor approach. Uh, Bob said many times in private conversations with me and publicly on his platforms, what else am I going to do? 
I don't want to do anything different. I don't want to retire. Retire from what? I love this. I'm going to be talking until my last breath. And he did. And he did. And that is the model that I want to use. I want to use this podcast. I am never going to stop recording. I'm never going to stop sharing a message. I'm never going to try trying to stop inspire just one person. Could be the first time they listen to this podcast. That is the goal. Inspire one person every day for the rest of my life. That's the goal. So I thank you all for the birthday wishes on social media. If you want to check out that check my mom wrote me back in 1997, I posted it on my Instagram. Every day is Saturday. But I just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for being a friend. Even if we'll never meet ever, I love it. I love that you're plugged into this. Keep going. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Don't listen to the negative know-it-alls that are going nowhere. Don't let the enemy get in your mind and stir up lies about how you can't do this or you can't do that, man. I'll tell you, if I can do it, Seriously. I mean, come on now. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. If I can do it, you can do it. All right. I'll see you back here for part five, the final part five of five reflections of 55. I'll see you back here on the show tomorrow and say it with me now, gang. Have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.